Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Oh my gosh, it's a day after the turkey day. <laughs> How are you guys? I am LaShondra Grays, the apartment lady, founder of the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. How are you guys this morning? I am uh, doing my little maintenance. So guess what? Yes, I mean, it wasn't yesterday. The other day I prayed, um, um, but, you know, the other day I was uh, talking about the news stories that were being covered um, on the news. Now, mind you, starting out, we were praying. Today is what, day 72 for praying against evictions. So starting out, we were praying that the news would start covering the evictions, and then they started covering the evictions. But then after a month, I'm like, okay, let's start praying for the news to cover some solutions. And guess what? Um, the news story that I'm going to be reading this morning is about some solutions. So I'll go right into the story, um, and then we'll go right into prayer. I know it's the day after Thanksgiving. Where are some of my favorite people that come on and comment? I want to know how you guys Thanksgiving was. Here's one. Okay. Here is a story, um, and I've seen several of those stories from Oakland, but I decided to choose this one. Hold on, and guess what? I'm not gonna do what I did that last time. I think of the last story that I read a couple days ago, oh my gosh, I, I was like, I was reading for 10 minutes. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that today, okay? So you don't have to worry about that. Just want a little maintenance, you guys, before we get started. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. A little coffee to wet my whistle. The turkey day. Okay. Coffee to wet my whistle. All right. So the judge allows Oakland eviction moratorium to stand for now. The order is a blow to landlords who sued Oakland and Alameda County this year, but the case is not over. So this came out November 23rd. A federal judge has denied an initial attempt by landlords to strike down 
Oakland, and Alameda County's eviction moratoriums, meaning the bans on removing tenants from their housing will remain in effect while a court case considering the policy's constitutionality continues. Judge Laurel Beeler's orders issued Tuesday evening is a significant step in a lawsuit filed by a group of rental property owners in March. The landlords argued that the city and the county COVID-19 eviction bans um, in place since March 2020 constitutes an illegal taking of private property by the government and violates the state law. Beeler disagreed that the city and the county are taking landlords' properties in their 40-page order, that the moratoriums are temporary, do not absolve renters of their obligations to pay rent, and includes exceptions allowing the landlords to leave the rental business. Wow. Oakland and Alameda um, County had the authority Let's see, had the authority under state law to pass local eviction moratorium ordinances that went further than California's statewide tenant protections, she said. The COVID-19 pandemic caused an unprecedented spike in unemployment and other economic disruptions that threatened to cause thousands of people to become homeless. Oakland's eviction moratorium, authored by the council members Nikki Ford, Ford, Fortunato, Fortunato um, Base and Dan Cobb with city attorney Barbara Parker was designed to preserve and increase housing security for Oakland's residents, according to the legislation. Both the city and the county ordinances require tenants to continue paying rent, but prohibits landlords from kicking them out if they miss a payment. Evictions are not allowed in almost all cases, but some exceptions for direct safety threats posed by tenants or if the landlord wants to take the building off the rental market. Wow, this is, wow, okay. We're not gonna read the whole thing. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put a link to this story into the comments. Oh my gosh, this is something else. Both the city and county ordinances require the tenants to pay rent. Uh, the landlord group failed to show the ordinances were an unreasonable response to a legitimate problem, public problem, Beeler wrote. But this part right here says um, evictions are not allowed in almost all cases with some exemptions for directly uh, for a direct safety threat posed by tenants or if the landlord wants to take the building off the rental market. Wow. Wow. Okay, so basically, you guys, um, what they're saying is, uh, so I'll do this story because we do got some people. Yay, we got some comments. We got Erica Palmer, the beautiful Erica Palmer from Facebook uh, commenting. And of course, we have our favorite Spencer Stoddard from LinkedIn. I just want to go through this story really quick. You guys, and I'm going to comment that story. I am posting the story so you can read the whole thing. So if you're in Oakland County or Alameda County from 
um, California, you guys need to, you have rental protections, which is awesome. But the story is, but wow. So the landlord, so some big property management companies filed a lawsuit against those, those two counties uh, because those two counties created their own eviction moratorium. So they have their own eviction moratorium. I like what they were saying about it because the thing is, I haven't talking about the economy. Guess what? How are we going to get the economy rolling if no one, if no one's going to go back to work? If everybody is put out, I mean, everything starts with housing. Everything stability starts with housing. I said this again, and I was, and I was, I said this before, I'll say it again. God did not build us to just stand out there in the elements. We can't just be unsheltered. So stability starts with housing, and that story from Oakland says um, clearly: we can't get the economy going if you know people are getting put out. I am so grateful that they're actually taking up on that and seeing like, okay, who's going to go to work if they don't have anywhere to wash up or go to work from? Wow. I'm so excited. God said he was going to be doing this. I mean, I, I was, we were praying, you guys, everybody that's praying with me, sending the solidarity with me. We were praying. We started praying uh, for solutions. That was like last week. And I asked God, like, what's up with the solutions? Like, what, what are we going to do for solutions? And God was like, keep praying. And now here, wow, some counties in California created their own moratorium. And that's just to get the people, you know, uh, get the people back working. Spur the economy. I'm so excited. Now, all of these other counties, come on, you guys, let's fall, let's fall suit. Now, I don't understand the part about them telling the landlords, hey, take the property off the rental market if you don't like this. Wow. Wow, that was that was deep. Take the property off the rental market if you don't like it. Mm. Well, um, I'm still, you know, praying for equitable solutions, right? Because, it, I mean, the landlords, they are suffering too. But, wow, they have an eviction moratorium in place in just those two counties. And, and let me tell you, this is Oakland and Alameda. Hopefully I'm saying that, that, that county right in California. They've instituted their own eviction moratorium outside of the COVID-19 eviction moratorium. And they're doing it so that they can spur the economy. They understand that people are not going to work if they're homeless. How can they? They understand that the, economy, the unemployment rate is still high and that we're going to be praying for um, jobs. We're, we're going to be praying for jobs again because I need my renters to start walking toward the solution. That's the only way. It's time to start. It's time to get back to work. We only have one more month in this um, year. And I need the renters. I need my renters to start planning their next move. And it, it may seem like one month is not a long time. But let me tell you, these the, the time is moving so fast. Um, you can do so much in one month, right? Because the time moving so fast, it's like a double-edged sword. Okay, yeah, a day is like 12 hours now. But guess what? 
if the if the day is condensed with time, that means you can get more done. Really, it doesn't make sense, but it really is. That means okay. So if one month is like two weeks, then I'm expecting to be able to get one month of work done in two weeks, right? We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Okay. Um, Erica Palmer, thank you so much. I was just, I'm like, okay, where are my commenters? You guys, you guys, I need you guys to strengthen me. Where are you guys? Thank you so much. Good morning. And I, I pray that you had a great um, holiday. Spencer Gooder, thank you so much. Good morning. Happy Friday. May we all have an amazing ending to an amazing week and have faith. Our weekend will be just as good as our week. Amen. Thank you so much. You know, I really, really appreciate you. Okay. So let's get to our verse for today. Uh, we didn't even do a verse for today yesterday. But we're gonna do we're gonna do it today. Um Galatians 6. Um, verse 10. So Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. This is a good book. Galatians is a really good book. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. So that's the King James Version. You guys know I always do the NLT because it kind of breaks it down a little bit more. Therefore, whenever you have the opportunity to do good, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. So what they're talking about with the family of faith is, well, obviously, do good, do good, do good. Um, in this dark world, do good. But guess what? It's kind of hard for you to do good if you haven't activated your fate yet, if you haven't turned your lights on, if you haven't, um, I already exposed to you guys. Yeah, every man was given a measure of faith. It was always in you, right? And now I'm exposing to you how to activate it because we need you to cut your lights on. Like, we need you. This world need you. This world need every single light that God has put into people in order for us to have some light. The world is very, very dark. And so Galatians 10, 6, when it says, especially, uh, Galatians 6, verse 10, when it says, especially to those in the family of faith, I'm telling you, like, once you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sin, you're going to be um, part of the family of faith. The Holy Spirit is going to um, be in you and you're going to be adopted by God into the family of faith. The family of faith are the family of believers like me. I believe I am. You guys know I am a believer. And so um, that's what this is all about. That's what they mean by family of faith. Here we go. Let's start praying. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, power, provision, discernment, faith, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins. Mm -mm -mm. And the sands of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up into this very second. Father, thank you. 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 Father, you said that you would never leave us nor forsake us, Father, in the name of Jesus. You said it was by faith. 
that we were saved through grace, not of ourselves. It is a gift of God, not a work, lest any of us shall boast, Father, in the name of Jesus. You're telling me it's a faith thing, Father, in the name of Jesus. And it really is. And I, I mean, Father, I'm so excited to know that everybody has it in them. And now it's just time for them to activate it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I'm telling them how much we need them. Like people are walking around because of everything that happened during that pandemic. They're walking around with their heads down and and their chest sunk in and their and you know just their shoulders swooped over because they're thinking they're defeated. And now I'm telling them like, wow, God gave you a gift <laughs> that can change your whole tra tra uh, trajectory, Jesus. I'm like, Father, I'm telling them, it, it, God had given them a gift. You gave them a gift that can change their whole life. And that gift was already in them. Mm, 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 mm. You say, I don't understand how important faith, faith is more important than money. And let me, that's the only way that I can weigh it out, Father, in order for them to understand the importance of faith. Faith is more important than money. Faith is more important than money. Jesus said, he said, if you, he said, ye of little faith, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to move from here to here. Father, I did it before. I did it before. Yeah, I did it before. I moved a building with faith in the name of Jesus. I told that building to move from here to here in the name of Jesus. And it did. And Father, I'm still waiting on the person that saw it, there was this old guy that saw this building move. And I'm still waiting on that person because I believe I have that much faith in you that this, are you kidding me? And so father, I'm trying to tell them like, you're sunk down, your head is down. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're in, you think you're in despair. You think that you're helpless. You think that you're hopeless. And I'm telling them you are not, you're not none of that. If you activate their faith, Father, I'm telling them if they activate their faith, the one, the, the measure of faith that you put in them, mm, they're not going to be none of that because that's the light. I'm telling them, Father, that we need them, that you want them to shine their light in this dark world. This is something that you're requiring us to do. Obedience is greater, greater than sacrifice. I said the other day, there is no sacrifice they can make. No sacrifice they can make that can do what you are offering them. No sacrifice. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. And and I mean, oh my gosh, I get it, Father. I get it. I get it. I do. I do. I get it. Because guess what? There was a time, even though I was saved at such a young age, but when I backslid and wanted to go into the world and like I said, fulfill everything, all of these things that don't make really any sense because the flesh, all the sins, sins are of the flesh, really. And, and, and the thing is, the flesh will, mm, the flesh will eat you up, do, I mean, just drag you through the dirt to fulfill its purpose. The flesh want what it wants, right? And, and we know this, right? And so during that time, Father, in my life, I, you know, confess with Jesus Christ, confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in my heart that he died for my sin. Okay. And cut my light on. Yes. My light was on by the grace of God. My light was on because that's what kept me from 
just being sinking down into the dungeons, sinking down. That's what kept me um, protected during that time where I was in the world in the name of Jesus. But, but there was a veil over my eyes. I had my eyes closed. And so I really didn't understand how to use that power within me. I didn't believe it because it's all about belief. Faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's what faith is. I, I had no hope. Um, I, I, you know, um, I would just roll over. Every time a problem come, I would run. I would faint. But God, but God, but when you remove those veils from my eyes, and 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 you allow me to see the the strength and the power that I had within me, and and my light within me started shining brighter and brighter and brighter. Then was I able to tell a mountain move from here to here. I know, Father, faith. It's like you know the revelation of you is revealed from faith to faith, glory to glory. So there are steps in this, but you're telling them right now. You're calling them right now, and you're saying, "Look, hold your head up, stick your chest out, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and believe in your heart that He died for your sin, and become adopted into the family of faith, the family of believers, and." Turn your light on. It's just that simple. We need you. Father, tell them we need them to turn their lights on. We need them to turn their lights on. We need to illuminate this world. It's so dark. But they have they have the power. They're the ones, Father, going through all of these post-pandemic problems in the name of Jesus. And they, but they also have the power. They also have the power to help themselves and those around them because once they get adopted and have into the family of faith and have that Holy Spirit in them, the Holy Spirit is their light. They're going to illuminate their surrounding. And then guess what? When it get dark, people come to the light. I mean, even insects come to the light. When it get dark, people come to the light. So once they do that, then the people around them will start running to them trying to, you know, get some light because it's dark. And they'll be able to spread their light and let everybody, you know, let their people know, like, look, you have a measure of faith in you too. God put, God gave every man a measure of faith and they'll be able to tell their, their people how to activate their faith so that we can illuminate this world. I mean, the devil is doing his thing. Let me tell you, he's doing his thing. He's on his job. The world is dark and he'd like to do everything in a dark world. So if they're still continuing to be attacked and I mean, people, hmm. Mm -mm. yeah, the devil, he came to steal, kill and destroy. But God, Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And so they don't understand that spiritual thing. And that's why I need them to open their eyes and I need them to activate their faith 
so that their light can shine because the devil don't really like to do things in the light. Now, today, this different atmosphere is something else. I mean, he's doing it, you know, he's doing everything he got to do in the light. But guess what? If it's so much light, so much power, then we can overcome him. We already can overcome him. I'm telling you, if you, if your faith, once they strengthen their faith, they can overcome anything. Your word says that nothing is impossible. Nothing. In the name of Jesus, with man, you know, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. They have to activate their faith. They have to activate that measure of faith. I'm telling them, once they turn their lights on, they're going to illuminate every, the space that they're in, the people that they're around. They'll be shining so bright that these people, and these people will be coming, their own people will be coming to them, drawn to them. And then they'll be able to tell them, you got it too. You got the same power in you. And they'll be able to tell them how to activate it. And don't get me wrong. It's level to level. But right now, we need you to do the first step. I need you to do make the first step. Because I'm, I'm tired of getting the same type of calls as that the hopeless cause. And they got so much power in them. It's time for us to activate our power. Hey. Tried everything else. I'll taste and see that the Lord is good. But Father, um, one of my petitions today is I want you to open the doors for jobs. Make it very, very easy for the jobs, Father, in the name of Jesus, because we need to spur this economy. I need the renters to start walking toward their next move. I need the renters to start walking toward their next move. And the only way they're going to redo really that is by starting to get the jobs. It's time for you to start working. Now, in the colder states, you know, there's winter moratoriums. And those couple months that winter moratorium, they need to be working. They need to be working and not working and using their money frivolously. They need to be working and stacking their money up and preparing for their next move. Now, don't get me wrong, Father. I know there's going to be a whole bunch of protections because guess what? United States want to spur the economy. They don't want the economy to just be sinking. I mean, think about all their, their bigger um, corporations. If their bigger corporations don't have <laughs> employees, then if they're the bigger corporations, they're going to be forced to raise their wages, which is good. But guess what? Not for them. They, they, they you know, it's going to be cutting into their profits, Father. And so they need the economy. They need the people to be working. And the people are not going to work if they're homeless. It's, it's just not going to happen. I mean, everything starts with shelter, Father, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I'm asking you to open the doors for those jobs, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking you to put into the people to start working and start working like never before, to start storing up because everything is about season. This is the season where you plow the land and you work the land and you till the land so that you can create your harvest, so that you can wait for the harvest season. And then when, when all of your fruit, all of the labor start growing, Father, and then they'll be able to, you know, harvest that and have that to make their next move. This is what it is. Okay, they didn't store up for this winter, but they can work it. They can work it because guess what? Uh, TV Jake he came right in my mind. It'll work if you work it. <laughs> it will work if you work it. They can work it. They can work this season. They can work that land. They can plant them seeds. 
they can plant them seeds. Some of the seeds will grow quickly. Some of the seeds will grow in enough time for them to harvest it and use it for their next move. So, Father, put it in their hearts. Put it in their hearts to, it's time to work. It's time to work. It's time to work like never before. No time to be lazy because then they're going to end out in the streets for real. Straight up. It's time for them to walk toward the solution. Father, and then protect them. And I'm still asking for time. Give us some more time because we need times for these counties to understand that nobody's working if they're homeless. Nobody's going to go to work if they're homeless. And we need time for these, these counties to get that. So, Father, I'm asking for more time. I'm asking for more time for the people that are being, just for the whole situation. I'm asking for more time. I'm asking for more time for the renters to be in the apartments in the name of Jesus. I'm asking for more time for the landlords so that the, the mortgage companies will give them more time as, as we come up after this and start working on some long-term solutions for affordable housing, for rental, whatever. I'm asking for more time that the mortgage, that the people that's over the mortgage companies will be patient with those mortgage companies as those mortgage companies give the landlords more time, the landlords give the tenants more time. We need more time. We need more time. And that's what I'm asking for. Put your loving arms around this whole rental industry, Father, in the name of Jesus, pouring another measure of faith, another measure of grace, another measure of hope. Father, in the name of Jesus, another measure of joy, peace, you know, that peace where no man, no man can take that peace away. I don't care what's going on. Your peace, your peace, people could be peaceful and right in the middle of a storm with the peace you give. No man can give it and no man can take it away. And that's what I'm asking for. And this is my prayer in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What time is it? Because I was a little late. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Spencer, always loving, uh, praying with you. And I'm just so grateful. Thank you for uh, being here and listening and just, you know, being in support. I'm starting to look for you now. I'm starting to look for you like, okay, where's Spencer? <laughs> Thank you. Pastor Kumar, um, Happy Friday. Thank you, Pastor Kumar from Kakanata, India. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Um, happy Friday. Is, is it Friday there? Oh, yeah, it is. It's Friday evening in India. Amen. But God, but my God, yes, shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So I really don't do this, but I'm just going to go back into prayer because I promised Pastor Kumar that I would be praying for India. So I'll do a quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you. And you already know what I'm getting ready to ask. As you said, I can ask anything in your name will be given to me. And he said, if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. He said, if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, all these things will be added unto me. I'm lifting Pastor Kumar up in the name of Jesus. Now he's like, I can India, Father. And you know, I've been with them for over 10 years, Father, in the name of Jesus, how how good their family has been to me, how patient they have been, how, how we're still waiting on some of your promises through faith. 
we're still waiting on the promises that you gave us about Kakanata India in the name of Jesus. But when I first came to him, he was like, and he had like four or five min branch ministries. And now he's up to about 12 to 13, Father. So you have been increasing that ministry, Father, in the name of Jesus. But guess what? They need buildings. They need buildings. In the name of Jesus, they are worshiping in um, huts. And they need buildings, Father. So continue to put your grace and your mercy on them, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we're asking for buildings for Agape Ministry in Kakanata, India, in the name of Jesus. And so the scripture he just said today is, my God will supply all my needs according to my riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's just about right. We're, we're, Father, we're looking for the exceeding and abundant. Above all, we can ask for it. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for Ephesians 3.20 in the name of Jesus. But Ephesians 3.20 end out with, according to the power that worketh within us. So we know it's a faith thing. And so I'm asking you to increase their faith. Increase my faith. I'm always asking for an increase of faith. Who who don't want that power? Are you kidding me? Increase my faith and increase their faith, Father, in the name of Jesus. So much so that we were able to tell those mountains, several mountains. We're able to tell those buildings, the school buildings, the church buildings, to move from here to here. We're able to move a building from the United States to India, in the name of Jesus. That's how powerful faith is. That's how powerful I believe faith is. So this is my prayer. And his family, Father, his beautiful, beautiful daughters and wife, Michelle, Blessy, and Mercy. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, you guys, I am out. I will be back tomorrow. Pastor Kumar, yes, Lord, we need our church building in the rural Era, uh, village in India. I'll be back tomorrow, you guys. Um, I'm so dry. So dry. Mm. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, what's tomorrow? Um, Saturday. Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow at 9.30. Come on, you guys. Meet me there. Meet me there. Or beat me there, okay? Um, I need you guys to start sharing liking and commenting on these on these um, prayers because guess what we need the people we need you we need we need everyone we need everybody's light to shine in this dark world everybody know this darkest world we need everybody light to shine and only way that people are going to see these these prayers they're going to know how to activate their faith they're going to know how to turn their light on is if they get it if they see it so really, I need you guys to comment. I need you guys to like, and I need you guys to share. Of course, donate, you know, best nation in the world donation. Uh, the apartment lady, uh, cash up, the APT lady. But I really need the word out. I need you guys to really put that word out. And the only way we can do that is by liking, sharing, and commenting. Liking, sharing, and commenting. This is important. Thank you, guys. I'll be back tomorrow, 9.30, Saturday. I'll be back at 9.30.
Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask for according to the power that worketh within us. It's a faith thing, Pastor Kumar. We have to, we're required to use our faith. God, he didn't ask anything of us to save us. We were saved by grace. But he's He's requiring us to use our faith today. It's a faith thing. He's like, come on, I gave you all that power and you're not using it? Why are you sick? He's like, man, why are you sick? Why are you poor? Why are you homeless? And I gave you all that power. That's what God is saying. He's requiring us to use our power. God bless you. See you guys tomorrow.